Welcome to the Mended Teacups podcast. Molly and I are sitting with our cups of tea. Hopefully you've got a chance to sit down and enjoy listening to us discussing today's topic, which is all age education. So if you've got more than one child, you may well be wondering how best to manage teaching them at their different ages and stages. So Molly, what's the age spread in your family? Okay, well it's 10 years actually, so I've got, um, it's kind of like two lots of two really, I've got um, two boys which are just uh, 21 months apart, so very similar, and then two girls, there's, then there's five years between the two middle ones, and then two girls which are almost three years apart, kind of two and three quarter, three years. So yeah, so it's, it's very much having like all the mistakes that I've made the first time around, I can make new mistakes the second time around. <laughs> Uh, and in my case, there's seven and a half years between my oldest and my youngest. Um, uh, my middle one's right in the middle. Four, oh, right, okay. It's a four-year, three-and-a-half-year gap. And actually, it's been one of the benefits to us of home ed is mm. that they've been at home together because with that four-year gap, each one would have been going to school as the next one was born. Yes, we they, would have been able to miss out, they wouldn't they, on the new sibling? Yeah, yes, they wouldn't yes. have been around. Um, yeah, some people felt that was a bonus. Would have been a bonus, but I yes. thought, oh, that's no, a shame. No, that's I think shame. that bonding time must have been really important. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So how have you, how have you managed the teaching with the, with the different ages then? Yeah, that's shifted over the time. Mm. Um, but our... The basic philosophy behind our education is, uh, and, and our homeschooling ideas has been, we are family, we are we do things together. In our family, we do yes. things together. And my approach to education has been, great, we can be together on the sofa reading yes. great books together. Yes. So I've done a lot, um, all of us together. Uh, when they were too small to understand, they would still be listening in. Yes, I'd, you know, I would be breastfeeding the yes. little one yes. while reading to the others. Yes. You know yes. those sorts yes. of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the whole, uh, my older two, I would sort of kind of teach the same thing to, and it worked very well. They kind of were on the same wavelength. That hasn't worked so well now. My oldest has, is in college, and so I'm kind of teaching the younger two together. Um, that hasn't quite worked as well. So I actually am. Mm. Um, teaching them a bit more separately than yes. I used, than I expected to be. Yes, yes. Um, because the children have different needs, different approaches. Absolutely, and, different and characters, different exactly. everything, yes. Yeah. So the pairings, the pairing hasn't worked yes. in the same way. Yeah, the second yeah, pair yeah. didn't work. But um, on the whole, what do I, the, sort of the reality of it has been that um, we can read a, we can read a book together and then their response to that, which yes. is their work would yes. be different. Yes, so similar, yeah. Uh, one one history passage from a yes. history book, the older child is expected to write a good three or four paragraphs, the younger yes. child maybe colour in a picture. Yes, that's so <laughs> similar to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they both have the same education, but it's but their response to it and their own work yes. would be at a different point. Yes, yeah. Uh, I think that's that's kind of how how it's happened over the years. Yes. And now my middle child is working a lot more independently, which is giving a little bit more time to helping that my younger child who, who struggles a bit with some aspects of education as well. So that's helpful that she's got a bit more one on one time from me now. So it's good to say you've got a bit more you've got a bit more time. Yeah. In theory. In theory. <laughs> yes, it doesn't really happen. I think I think I've noticed that actually that there are different seasons in in life, aren't there? And mm. and I we were just talking about this earlier that actually I 
can sit down now with a cup of tea and a book and I don't do it every day but that because my children are older I just can do that whereas that probably seems absolutely impossible to a mum with you know several very young children like how on earth does she ever get to do that and that's not because I'm doing anything particularly amazing or they're not it's just simply because we're at different stages in life and I didn't do that either when I had small children so so I, I do think it's um things change over the years and some things some things become easier some things become more challenging so it's yeah definitely it's enjoying I think that's, the year yes I think that's something to say is whatever you're kind of struggling with now yes um that is a real struggle and I wouldn't diminish that at all yes but there will be that that will ease you know things things shift yes. you, you won't be stuck with that forever so no <laughs> yes times absolutely where you sort of think, yeah I can't do this anymore yeah um and I think if you can hold on it it will not be the same no. issue for always, will it? And there will be a time when actually they can strap themselves in the car by themselves. They don't need someone to buckle them in. <laughs> and they can put on their own shoes, <laughs> even if you have to tell them 20 times. <laughs> um, and they can even bring you tea in bed. <laughs> we had, very surprisingly, the other day. So, um, yeah. So what sort of approach have you had to the teaching the different ages that you've had? Yes, then? I think probably pretty similar to you, actually. We said, I used to certainly teach the um, two boys together. There's only 21 months difference between them. Um, the second one, because he's dyslexic, um, it was there was probably a bigger gap between what what the, having read the story or, or whatever it was we were studying, what I then asked them to do afterwards. But he's really, really um, kind of spot on and wanting to know things, and he's a really quick thinker. Mm. So actually, I think kind of intellectually as, as as we were kind of going through stories together um he he contributed heaps so um and I think that's probably really helped him working constantly always above you know his older alongside his older brother with all the debating and discussions he's actually now the one that um I think he did say he he had a teacher the other day he said I think she taught more than me mum I couldn't get a word in any way she said that's unusual for me <laughs> And certainly the comments from his you know, college teachers are, he likes to talk, doesn't he? Always ask questions. <laughs> he won a, this is the site, he won the um, the best improved player for rugby um, in his end of term rugby season. And he said, uh, apparently it was because all the coaches said he was the one that asked the most questions. <laughs> so um, It has said, and just said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> his question answering. So, um, yeah, so that, I think that worked pretty well. So in all the sort of like the project work, you know, the history, geography, um, everything we did together, I would teach the boys together and then they'd do separate separate kind of written afterwards um and obviously maths and English taught them separately as well um uh and then for the um then the the, my daughter who's five years younger than the second boy she would often just play she did lots of playing (laughs) while I was while I was doing that and then um and then with and then now with the I had a I did then have a, a time with all four of them when particularly when the older one was doing GCSEs, was starting that. And and I very much felt I had to help him do GCSEs, having the second one doing other stuff and particularly being, you know, this autism dyslexia programme as well. So they were all doing completely different things. You know, my third daughter in kind of primary education and, and wanting to learn and, and being quite able um, and wanting to do it, and then the little one just playing. So that was that was quite challenging because having very much been able to teach together, 
I did have a few years where I really could do very little teaching together and I found that quite difficult because Mm. that wasn't generally the style that we'd had but it was just the circumstances in our lives so I did I literally did myself I've never done I've never done this before and I haven't done it since but I did myself a timetable <laughs> so I knew who had time with me at what time on what days and actually that for me for those middle years that was the only way that I could kind of manage it and that worked well that was fine um we did we did still did some things together we'd still do reading aloud together um a little one you know can just um you know play or do lego or color in or whatever um we tend to all kind of like read loud stories we listen to audible quite a bit now because the older boys like that and we tend to go for um for books that they would they would like because i i read a I'm able to read loud more to the younger ones, so I tend to think that the older ball will do for if we do it together, we aim it for the older ones. So the older three all enjoy it and the little one kinda of, I'm sure she picks she definitely does pick things sure up, she definitely. Is. Yes. So um yeah, so I so I think it's just been different ages and then now I, I very I I teach the girls together again with the with the sort of all the project work. Um but again because my younger daughter's dyslexic, um I think um, they have very different abilities when it comes to, to kind of recording everything. Mm. And so um, so that's quite different. And I've definitely, I think it's really important, the learning through play, I think that's a huge, huge, hugely important thing. So actually lots of time to play for the little ones while the older ones do, you know, slightly more formal work. Yes, because it's not that they're not learning. Absolutely, definitely, yeah. yeah. So important play, yeah. yes, yeah. So I've just, yes, I was just thinking about how talking about response of the children is different. And sometimes, yes. some you know, I've, I've kind of mixed it up a bit and thrown in something different. So instead of a written response, I've asked for a video response. That's a really good idea. So yes. they can actually do that together. And that's yes. something, because I want to try and encourage them to have their relationship together and work yes. together on things yes. sometimes. Yes. Yeah. So they've either videoed a response or recorded you know record a radio program together or an interview or pretend to be king harold and i don't know yes the reporter <laughs> yes there are there are definitely so, other ways it doesn't have to be written does yes. it? it there are other ways that you can um yeah so th- and, and th- that helps them to do something together as a response that suits yes. both of them yes that's They're a really both good idea yeah so, yeah i do remember thinking about the gcse's when the first year that my oldest did gcse's and we were really we really had to help him with doing that a lot. You know, a lot of his learning had to come from us, be directed by us. Yeah. And I did feel again that the girls had missed having me with them. We did still do read alouds yes. together, but there was a that year there was a lot more time that they yes. had to find their own things to do yes. for the year. Um, which was one of the reasons that um, he he then went into college. Yes. Because of the because of the shift in the dynamics of how it of how it was working for the family. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you find it. You, you find do. a path. You do, and I think it's different in different seasons as well. Again, Definitely. to sort of like if there are any mums listening who have got younger children, um, that it will just change. So I don't think there is a right way and a wrong way, and I think you find you find your way as your children grow. And and sometimes you know you will be doing lots together, and other times I'll be doing slightly separately, and all different different children will work together. I, it just changes over the years, mm. but I think it's good to have a long term approach as well because it's you know it's for it's it's over a long period of time and so actually if you have one year like you said you know when your girls weren't getting quite as much focused attention and we've certainly had years when you know maybe the younger ones when you've had GCSEs ditto haven't had the focused attention but actually now both the boys 
uh, having their education, their, you know, their, their academic education at college. And so actually now I have heaps of time with the girls. And so, and we do all stuff together all the time. So, yes. so, so it is, it, it's, it's, it's seeing it on in the long, you know, if you have one, one or two years and you think this isn't, this isn't quite what I would want, actually, mm. it'll make up for it over time. Yes. And I had to kind of talk to myself and say, that year wasn't a wasted year for the no, girls. It yes. wasn't a bad year or wrong year. Yeah. They were still developing and learning, and they were still learning how family roles, uh, yes. how how things go. Yes. Um. So it it is different. It may not mm. be your ideal. This is a problem. Yes. Uh, yes. Don't we set ourselves up to fail yes, if you've absolutely. got a big picture in your yeah. head of how beautiful it is. Yeah. Beautifully <laughs> run homeschool. <laughs> you want that beautiful Charlotte Mason homeschool with everyone just sitting around listening to stories. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. mother. <laughs> None of us have that, I don't think. No, certainly not for very more no. than five minutes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so. I think food is another real good, if you've got an age range, a real good kind of communal joining thing. I do remember in the in the sort of the, the, the years when they're all doing different things, but we used to on a Friday, um, I would have an attempt at doing some kind of literature with them, you know, like just sort of something, you know, a, with a fun way of doing something, which is slightly more literally. And um, and um, we would, sort of more classical, and and I'd always have, would have hot chocolate and squirty cream and marshmallows or would have really yummy biscuits or caramel something or others. Or So so I think food is, is quite a good way of uniting even teenagers who maybe don't want to do something. Yes. <laughs> if you give them food, then that's come. good. <laughs> yes, they'll come. Make them food and they'll come. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I um, hope we've given you a few ideas about uh, it being possible to teach yes. children of different yes. ages in your own home and how the family can work around that. So I hope you get a chance to mull that over with or without a cup of tea. And thank you for listening. <laughs>